Philadelphia. There's finally a win to talk about as we are live from the Henry James Saloon with a minute plus here uh, in the fourth quarter. And we're going to start our postgame show as you have been watching on the live stream. You've been listening to on Twitter Spaces, which we have up and running, I think, the entire game. So, oh, yeah, we did it, guys. It only took us 13 weeks. Uh, the Eagles look like they're going to have a first round pick from the Colts as well after this. But, uh, you know, I mean, after a pretty ridiculous uh, uh, as, <laughs> The Eagles defense is still trying to intercept the Jets Garbage under 53 time seconds nonsense, here. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, just it kind of felt that way coming into this. But bam, bam, bam. Boy, oh, boy, was I right about this. Just start Minshew. Go get the win. Have Jalen Hurts relax for a couple of weeks. No one, no one after this game is calling for Gardner Minshew. No one. If you think that there is contra- controversy after this, I don't. you watched a completely different game. That is a capable, great backup quarterback to have the Jalen Hurts as his development is going on. You don't have to worry about anything other than Jason Kelsey going down. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Miles Sanders um, had a, having a great game today, and I think because of Gardner Minshew, and we'll get into that as well. But, uh, you know, overall, Vince, this is basically just taking care of business with a few sweats in there in between. Jonathan Gannon being Jonathan Gannon. And uh, at least for one week, Vince Quinn's playoff run continues here for the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, we're still chugging (laughs) along, baby. The playoff train will not stop. And this is something you got to get ready for, folks. I mean, you look at this schedule the rest of the way. Washington twice. You got the Giants. You got Dallas in a Week 18 game that they'll probably have nothing to play for. Yep. It's going to happen. This is And this is the thing. The Eagles' offensive line is so dominant that they're going to be able to beat these bad teams even with a Gardner Minshew, it doesn't matter. This game you're going to win 33-18. to 18. Yes. So they're dominating. They didn't have a ton of turnovers. The Jet, Well, the Jets didn't have a ton of turnovers. They only had one uh, with Zach Wilson interception. So you just beat them. I mean, you just flat out beat them today. Yeah. So encouraging game from the Eagles, and it's only going to get better, baby. <laughs> Look at that playoff picture, John. Look at that playoff picture. In the, in, 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 in the hunt. We're in the hunt at six and seven, and uh, boy, oh, boy, Jamie in the uh, on the YouTube live also saying Eagles are the first team to run the ball for 175 yards in six consecutive games since. Can you name the team? Oh, God. Anyone? That, uh, like the... Priest Holmes, Kansas City Chiefs. The 1985 Chicago Bears, everybody. When they had somebody called Walter Payton in another era and time. Uh, Also very funny, Mike K pointed out, just as this game was ending, that a Giants or Jets fan, I mean, they're basically the same, uh, was yelling it's not over as Sipos was coming out for his first punt. Uh, So it got the entire press box to crack up. I believe that's what we read. And that's pretty much how I feel about you even considering that this is a playoff team even after what we saw today. They are! They're, they're a playoff team. As the Lions, the by the way, here come the Lions getting ready to go and beat the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, maybe my, my, my attitude will change here if Jared Goff can pull off a, a, a miracle here with seven seconds left to go, but like, you even seeing this, like, D- Detroit was up 20-3 to three or 6 at this point yeah. in the game. They're obviously going to get into the way of the Eagles' playoff picture at some point. Like, there are just better teams at this 6-6, six and 6-7 six, six and seven range that I uh, I don't believe are are better. I feel as though they would have a tough time if the Saints had a had a quarterback that didn't have a broken middle finger. Well, but they you know? do. They do. <laughs> That's, That's true. the thing. That's true. It matters. So when you're looking around at all these other teams, you got tiebreakers over everybody. If Detroit pulls off this miracle in a second, and we'll see. It helps. Then that's a common opponent. 
and you beat that common opponent. That matters. Like, you're going to have tiebreakers all over the place. So for the Eagles, you just got to handle your business. And even if you get in a jam and get in a tie and you split with Washington and whatever it is, like, you have the opportunity. You are in the driver's seat to go and get the seventh seed, and that's all it's about. Just get into the seventh seed. Doesn't have to be the division. Uh, I feel as though we should all be Detroit Lions fans for just eight seconds here because I think that would be fun. And, and then maybe we can actually get into a decent conversation about playoffs because I'm rooting for Dan Campbell, most of all. That's my biggest takeaway yeah. from the Jets game. Like, there's plenty to talk about, but there's not much to, like, I don't think there's a ton to expand on on, like, big picture stuff. Do you, Vince? Like, it's pretty much the same setup. I don't think any, like, progressive answers into next year are answered other than the coaching staff, which we still have to talk about. Uh, and uh, we're going to get third and two right here for Jared Goff as he's backing up. Is he going to make this a miracle? He's not on uh, on that one. That was third and two. There's third still one two. pass left. Four seconds left there. But to me, to me, I would say the, the biggest faux pas of this game, which has continued to be like the favorite target of every Eagles fan, has been the defense. And, you know, Jonathan Gannon just kind of Stinks. allowing the Jets to stay in it for a half was uh, was not the best game plan, but you even heard Francisco talking about that a little bit ago. Still only 18 points. It's still only 18 day. points, but it was the way it happened at the beginning of the game. Zach Wilson looks like a golden god. He's completing every single pass that he's throwing. They're moving right down the field. Positive gain, positive gain, positive gain, positive gain. And when you score on three straight drives like that, as the Jets? As the Jets? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Zach Wilson had four passing touchdowns all year. He led three touchdown drives and a half, and you're going, what the hell is happening here? So it was ugly early. Gannon didn't really blitz at all, which is the yep. one thing that he does that works. And he's just like, nah, I don't really need this. Let me, <laughs> I'm, I'm still not giving up big plays. So, like, he's just so scared of big plays that he makes himself a worse coordinator. I yeah. mean, he just he hurts himself constantly. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't really understand a lot of that. I mean, Zach Wilson did not throw the football well at all um, after those, you know, three crazy like, yep. touchdown series. The completely different game once you got into the second half and, and so on. But I guess my overall point is, as uh, Jared Goff lines up for fourth and two with four seconds left, he takes a snap. He is looking. He throws. It is caught for a touchdown! Whoa! The Lions win! The Lions win! And now my juices are flowing for a playoff spot. Welcome, John! So you got to go handle business now. Let's go. That's what's up. All right. To cap in our feather as we end uh, yes. as we end one game and look at the other. So the Lions are off the yes. schneid. Congrats to them and congrats for helping us out and beating the fucking Vikings. I Dan love when Kirk Campbell, Cousins loses. I love you. There we go. I love you, Dan. <laughs> what a legend. Uh, oh, that's amazing. Uh, that's we're going, John. We're I don't going. know. I embrace don't know, but that it. helps. Embrace the stupidity. Could you imagine lo losing to a winless team today? I couldn't. My God, to an 0-10-1 team nonetheless. So there's a little bit of life as we're uh, getting into this Jets post game here. So I, it's right in front of them. You're playing. Uh, you got a bye. Then you face Washington. And I'm not convinced you could beat Washington either or handily. I think that's another tough game. It's the division. They're in the hunt as well. Yeah. And they've got a game coming up uh, against Vegas uh, in a couple of minutes. So, excuse me. Uh, I think Jonathan Gannon is going to be the reason why they missed the playoffs in the end. And to be like Sirianni not, not, not being able to work himself out of some stuff, I, I believe is what, is what is ultimately going to be their doom. 
See, Sirianni is finally starting to figure out the passing part of the offense. That's what today, like... With a different quarterback. Yeah, well, with a different quarterback today, <laughs> and we'll see. I mean, and that's going to be, again, it's like all this stuff is, how different is it? So, okay, it yeah. looks different with Minshew, but they were starting to do the West Coast stuff against the Giants. So now you get more West Coast stuff this week. Quez crossing the middle of the field and getting a big completion. Yeah. Uh, the tight end screens to Goddard were a heavy part early in the game. So if they're calling that again against Washington, then... It's just Minshew was running the offense that Sirianni's still trying to figure out and build. So now if you've got that West Coast passing game to go with the running game and what Hurts gives you with his legs, I mean, man, that's, this is a team that's not going to dominate anybody, and they probably lose to any team they play in the first round of the playoffs. But <laughs> you're getting in in Minnesota right now behind the, the Eagles. On the way out. On the way behind out. Behind the Eagles. So it's really coming. I mean, there's everyone that's behind, and we probably know who those teams are. You're the Saints, the Falcons, all that stuff that's got a, you know, Minnesota now fits in that category. Really comes down to the Rams, the 49ers, and the Eagles in Washington, essentially. Uh, depending on what happens after that. Those are the four teams that may or may not get this wild card spot. Um, <sighs> this is going to be a weird ride. That's all I know. I'm it's still, weird what year. do you guys think? I, even after this, I still don't think they make the playoffs. And to me, I will say this, like Jalen Hurts' arm is severely hurting this offense. Severely hurting this offense. And, I, and to answer the question on whether or not is his legs good enough to override any any average and I would say, we can say after this, Gardner Minshew's arm talent level is below average, right? He it's was under throwing balls all over the place today. But he was still able to connect with Dallas Goddard early and often, which we didn't really see. Devontae Smith was not a factor in this game. Nope. Uh, but it mainly just came down to Miles Sanders, Dallas Goddard, throwing the ball. And I don't know. I mean, they ran a lot. And I think why Miles Sanders was so effective was because of Gardner Minshew. Not because you don't have to worry if Jalen Hurts is running uh, on his own. He's making the RPO calls. They're, they didn't run RPO today. They ran, here's the ball. They ran a lot of play action. They ran all that. So when you're telling Miles, hey, you're getting the ball here, run straight, I think he looked more confident than ever. Don't you? He was hitting the hole. In terms was, of what they wanted to do. Yeah, for the most part, he was hitting the hole today. Credit to the Jets' run defense. They were giving the Eagles a hard time. It wasn't like monstrous holes and, and just Miles Sanders looking around like, where is everybody? So he had some trouble, but he navigated it well, and you got to give him credit. Kenny Gainwell did a good job in the running game as well today. I mean, it was yeah. the running backs making things happen more than the offensive line today. So it, it helped. I mean, yeah, maybe the straight handoffs did help, but for, when you're thinking about what this offense is, I mean, Minshew, what he did today as a passer is not better than what Jalen Hurts gives you with his legs, and that's the thing. I it's like the same almost offensive output, and you didn't have you didn't have to have your running back going around like fifty times, or not even that, eight to ten times. You're just giving those eight to ten carries that Hurts would, and you're putting them right with Miles Sanders. Unfortunately, he goes down in this one, and I think it's three point seven yards per carry at the end of the day. So it's not even the greatest thing in the world, but in terms of just decision making and all that, I think that that certainly helped. What do you? What does Jalen Hurts need to do better in order to have that in his passing game? Because that's that's that seems pretty simple to me. What what Minshew is executing? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times they're running the cross routes. I mean, honestly, like yeah. I I don't know. Uh, they never throw it, so I never know that it's there. And that's the thing. It's like if they're if they're constantly throwing it. Okay, fine. They throw the slants last week. They don't complete them, but I know they're running them. Yeah. You know, so it, it's got to be a regular part of the offense. And for now, I just I got to believe they haven't called them until this week and last week. <laughs> oh it's, man, I, like the passing game is Doesn't still make a, me feel good. It's still evolving. It's 
still at like Sirianni's been so behind as a head coach yeah. that he finally found his footing with the running game in the middle of the season because they had nothing. They had literally nothing on offense, and everybody wanted this guy fired. So <laughs> now they're figuring things out. Still People do, still want him fired. And now they're still getting to the passing game. Like, so maybe by the end of the season, you actually have like a competent starter pack offense. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's what it's supposed to be. Okay, I, I, I can, I can kind of get down with that. Kyle Bennett, uh, what do you got over from the interwebs? And thank you for producing this entire show as you always do, and your takeaways as well when you want to throw those in there. Well, I've got the uh, the official standings in the NFC playoffs right now. All right. Yes. Playoffs started today, ladies and gentlemen. The Eagles will be the seventh seed and in the playoffs. That's wow. what's up. I'm telling you, man. Number, lucky number 11. Get used to it. Uh, Get used to it. What um, Do you think they're going to make the playoffs? It all depends if they can sweep Washington. No. They have to sweep Washington to make it, and if the they don't, no. they're not making it. They're not, they're not beating Washington Washington twice. has a better conference record. They beat Tampa Bay. You have to sweep Washington to make the playoffs. <laughs> You're fine. They're fine. Yeah, they're fine, okay? Vince says they're, they're going to do... Uh, I mean, if you split, because here's the thing. You split with Washington, you beat the Giants, you beat a Dallas team that doesn't care, and you have everything to play for. That's nine wins. Yep. So are, are they going to be nine and eight? Is Washington going to be nine and eight? They've got to play Dallas when it matters to Dallas. So Still, yeah. if you're splitting with the Eagles, you're going to lose to Dallas. That's advantage Eagles right now. Well, I, I don't think Dallas is sitting anybody on 18, whether whether they're in the playoffs or not. They've always done that. I, well, that was a Jason Garrett thing, so maybe it's not a Mike McCarthy thing. But if they, I, I feel like you are still going to get at least a half of of them. You've got to beat Washington twice before you can even do that. And what else has to happen? Then you got to beat the Giants as well. Like you, can, well, I don't think it, you can lose another game, right? You can't lose another game. No, I would think you can because what is Washington? I mean, it, it depends on everybody you're playing around. Everybody Washington, has the same or worse record. Washington is currently beating the Raiders 7-0 in the first quarter. Okay. They have the Cowboys next week in Washington. Then they play the Eagles in Philadelphia. Then they're at Dallas, home against Watch, uh, home against the Eagles, and then they host the or they're at the Giants. So that that's a tough slate for Washington. Yeah. Too. Plus, the, the Rams are playing the Vikings coming up here. Green Bay is playing the Vikings coming up. So Vikings have a hard schedule. Washington has a tough schedule. You can split and get by. That's the mm. thing. They could get in at 8-9, and nine potentially, if these things <laughs> uh, shake yeah, out yeah. the right way. So There's probably a lot of those uh, happening in the future, too. Yeah, I mean, you just got to be the seven seed now. We've lowered the bar, which is a beautiful thing this year for yes, us. Yes. And if it takes a bar this low to get in with a rookie head coach with a questionable quarterback, like all the problems we have with this team, this is a pretty successful year, and it tells you the quality. Oh, God. It tells you the he quality. Had to say pretty successful uh, year. The quality of this roster is better than people think. Well, yes, but that's that, that matters. That is, the offensive line, I think, especially has been, and that can maybe get you into the playoffs. But okay, let's say I'm wrong. Eagles are in the playoffs. Yep. What's what's what then? What are you building from then? Like great, you got into the playoffs. Do you believe that they have a chance to win a playoff game? Do, like what? Not really. Right. So why are we celebrating a one and done? That's why I just because oh, it's for, playoff experience for for what for four quarters. That's what we're celebrating. Thank yes. God we got into the playoffs. Oh, yes. Oh, good. You don't want Nick Sirianni to coach a playoff game in his rookie year as a head coach. I mean, fine, but what is it? I, I guess so. It's experience. That's all it is. That means he's got a better chance of staying here. Yeah, to me, I'm, I'm saying if you make the playoffs and don't and like I don't know, is that a credit to Nick Sirianni or a detriment to? It's both. Uh, it's more a detriment. I mean, like it's because the quality of the roster should be better. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like it should be coached better. His coaching is not very good. But right, 
if he's still able to get this team to the playoffs as a rookie head coach with a all-young staff, by the way, I mean, no experience on this staff really either. And so for that whole group to figure things out in all this turmoil and push this team with a questionable quarterback to the playoffs, like, that's it's not that bad. I don't it's know. It's really man. not that bad. You made the he made the call on Jonathan Gannon. He's the one hiring all these guys. You know, like. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, the Eagles allowed it. They there made all go. these moves. Like I'm with face with Pete. I'm more on if it's between the playoffs or getting Russell Wilson and a chance at Chris Godwin. Both. I'm gonna take my chance. Like I, I don't think. It, oh, are you leaving right now, Matt? Uh, just, just, I just want you to say hi to the podcast before you do, and and, and let me know with this question because I, I, I'm, we're we're debating this right now. Let's say that the Eagles do make the playoffs. What's your end goal? Is that the end goal? Is there is there anything to celebrate? Will you feel better about this team being in the playoffs even if at eight and nine? Does that make you do anything for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, as as long makes as makes me fucking frustrated. Uh, <laughs> listen, <laughs> this, this, is, this is a quarterback league, and you know. It's all about the quarterback. So, like, if you make the playoffs and even in a loss, Jalen Hurts looks good, I feel like you have something there. And we can take solace in that. So, really, okay. all you want to see is you want to see if he's a gamer. Like I said before, like, you know, <laughs> maybe he'll be like Danny Briere is with the Flyers. <laughs> and, you know, he sucks during the regular season. Oh, he's not even sucks. Like, he's just like he's mid. And then all of a sudden, like, the playoffs – uh, hit and he turns that switch and like I feel like you know when you look at Jalen Hurts he's, he could be that guy like that just like has it in him you know what I mean sounds a little he's like an Joe, awesome guy sounds like a little like Joe Flacco's career just that like can't really make the yeah, all right, of a well, you, 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 hey, hey, going to run yeah if you want to get that Joe Flacco listen if that ends in the Super Bowl so you be know, it. Who yeah, cares? Yeah, right? I'm, I'm fine with that, Threaten me too. with that good time, baby. I'm uh, into it. I know. Yeah, like, I don't, and, and I don't want this to sound like I'm, I'm so down on this team that I don't think it's possible for them. I'm just like, I'm not excited if they make the playoffs with this team, guys. I'm just going to be honest with you. It'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be good experience, but I'm really looking forward to whatever happens in the next year, what, what all they're doing with these picks. This is just a development year. That's pretty much how it's felt. Okay, well, you know? yeah, it's a, it's a development year, but it's a development year that does get you to the playoffs, get you playoff experience, which is respect around the league, which is great to get a guy like Russell Wilson in and sign any free agents <laughs> that you want. I'm just saying, it, it piles up, doesn't it? Well, doesn't it? Kyle, is this in the proof? If you get to the playoffs, is it just to prove to an outside source that, like, hey, if you were here, we would be in the NFC title game or whatever it is? If if they make the playoffs and the playoffs started today, they'd be going to Lambeau to play Green Bay. The only positive of that is Jalen Hurts can go over, talk to Devontae Adams after the game and say, <laughs> hey, buddy, come play here. Our, I don't miss games. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, All right. Okay. So, yeah. so, so there is positivity in there, I guess. Yes, and here's the I don't know. Thing. I don't think any of that matters, actually. There's, there's one other thing, too, that, that is important. Playoff games are fun. They're fun. We'll sit here at the bar. We're going to be having a great time. We're going to be pounding drinks and ringing bells. And, like, it's going to be awesome. It's a playoff football game with the Eagles. Are you kidding me? I, just, I so selfishly want that in the worst way. They can lose by 45. But to get all geeked up for a week of, like, oh, how can we beat the Rams this week? Or, like, the Eagles are playing the Cardinals and you have Zach Ertz. And you're, like, that's Ooh, fun. That might be, that might be. That's fun. <laughs> Dallas. If you play Dallas, that's fun. Like, I, yes. want, I just want the fun of the playoff game. I, see, like, yeah. I don't know how fun it's going to be when you get your ass handed to you 35 to 13 and be like, all right, thanks for that. Thanks for Saturday on a wild card at 8 p.m. or 4 p.m. or whatever it is. It'll be the like, 1 o'clock yeah, one fun game. I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of with <laughs> Vince Saturday. on this. I, I feel like, uh, uh, you know, like this is there's so much parody in the, in the NFL and and it is a year to year league. And like, you know, you could be 
dog shit one year and just turn around and look, I mean, look at Arizona, right? Like, I mean, they, they were kind of a team on the rise. But, like, yeah. all of a sudden, now, they, you go from, bit. like, just, like, sneaking, maybe maybe you're on the, on the fringe to, like, being the best team in the league right now. Yeah, Dark And all it takes is, like, a few free agent signings, one or two good uh, draft picks. A quarterback that develops one more year. You know what I mean? Oh, like wait, you no, get, no, no, I, no, 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 no. talking to me. I'm talking about. <laughs> obviously, I'm talking like, about oh, Minshew, uh, right? Like he's gonna, he's and gonna really Minchu have a great year. Out. <laughs> no, but I mean, like you know, like I don't know if it's necessarily. You're, you're not selling to free agents based on the fact that, like, hey, uh, we might be in there. They don't care. They a they want their money. Rust B does. yeah, like they know that anything can happen any year. I just think that if you you get a team with some playoff experience, that does matter, and then just you know knowing that it's a, a you know a year to year league, like yeah. whatever. And and actually, what makes it really nice for us is like you're not sitting here going like, oh well, if we win a shitty division, then our draft pick sucks. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. we have Miami's draft pick, so they kind of suck. And now the Colts, you can root against them. It's like you're gonna have these other picks anyway for Howie to fuck up, so it doesn't matter. Like we're just oh, gonna, yeah, like, you're gonna have those picks anyway. Howie, Howie doesn't fuck up top ten picks apparently. Oh yeah, I guess not. When you got yeah. Landon Dickerson, you got uh, Devontae Smith. It's pretty good. Pretty good. I, so I, far, right? I can't wait to see what wide receiver we pass on that is gonna be just fucking great. <laughs> like for like the Packers or something. You know what well, I mean? Well, it's gonna be great. Well, they don't draft fine. Receiver. Here's here I can here's what I can buy into, by the way, speaking of scenarios, because Taylor presented a pretty good question. What is the best and worst cases for a win, you know, in the playoffs with this Philadelphia Eagles team? I actually don't think Green Bay is it. Just because I'm thinking of Jonathan Gannett in my mind. I'm trying to think of like who can you contain and who can you make mistakes off of? And I keep coming broadly like you said, I think it's the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are probably the best matchup that you could find where you have a chance to go beat them. I think it's the Rams. You think it's the Rams? Yeah, I don't know. They're, I'm thinking about the Rams just because they've been playing terrible lately, and if Stafford's off and throwing yeah, picks, and you know, like it'd be a weird game, and maybe you can do it. There's just such a but, they, like you want to talk about Paper Tiger, like that's <laughs> that's my Rams yeah, team. It, I don't think so. I, don't I think yeah. the Rams Kingsbury are going to either though. I, don't know. That, I, feel I like would. I would rather go up with, with Kingsbury and, and Murray, to be honest. It might sound crazy. Tampa Bay. Wow. Wow. Oh, I like this. I like this. I tell I like, us why. You almost beat Tom them terrific. on a Thursday night short week this year. Why Why not get a second go-round at it? You face them. You know how they play. I like the way they matched up against Tampa Bay on a short week. Yeah, they played down to teams. And by the way, if Jalen Hurts beats Tom Brady oh, in the playoffs, baby. Oh, yeah. all offseason we can just say that. I can yeah. I, I can see the, the John Barchard hulking up experience oh, of Jalen Hurts beating Tom Brady in the playoffs. Finally. And that's a beautiful thing. The takes all finally come together and rest right there. I'd be I'd be yeah. so okay. That's that an receiver gold moment, by I, the way. Like, I will I think I would get more hopped up by a Bucks Eagles matchup in the first round than I would Cowboys, to be honest with you. Ooh. And the amount of times we like can that. tweet Jalen Hurts and Dallas Goddard greater than signed Brady Gronk. <laughs> no, nothing will be better. Nothing will be better, in my opinion, than knocking the Cowboys out. Just off their little high horse. Yeah, we all know you're kind of shitty, but you're ahead of the worst <laughs> division. It's all right. Like, that would just be the best, in my opinion. Um, it's some, uh, some interesting news, uh, just diverting from that for, for a second, uh, because this happened literally during the game. I don't believe anyone's really talked about this, but I just want to keep this in mind because of this offseason and how highly I think of this person. Joe Brady from the Carolina Panthers was fired mid-game during the 1 o'clock games 
today during their bye week. And everybody's going, who, who in the world does that? Especially, this is, they've only been together for how long? Two years. This is going into their second year. Yeah, they've had and, and no he was, quarterback he was whatsoever. He's a sexy name. And, like, you, like, and he's in a situation where you don't know if like, the detriments to that offense were because of him or anything. Like, you're, the, you, know, you, don't, you don't, just don't know that. There's so much unknown there. And yeah. for him, I, I just, he's going to get scooped up right away. Well, the, the reason why I'm asking this is should the Eagles be knocking on this door yes. at all? And, like, I would have no problem today if it meant that Shane Steichen gets fired and Joe Brady comes in here like that. Or is a coordinator or whatever those – what's the dumb little – Consultant. consultant. Adam is a consultant. He's a passing game consultant. Perfect. Fine. They need that. Pair him up with Jim Bob Cooter and call it a day. (laughs) Yes. Like, whatever you got to do, get Joe Brady in the building is my take after I I saw that. And then some other people that are following the NFL were even saying, like, this seems like it's really GM and coach and all that stuff. Just wanted to put it out there because Joe Brady is like one of my top guys to the head coach the Philadelphia Eagles someday. The Panthers' official account said that it was Matt Rule addressed Joe Brady and said that it, like he was Yikes. moving on. Yikes! So uh, either we're all wrong about Joe Brady and he's like a fucking asshole and like just like Ed Ogeron and all those guys that LSU blimp was just because of <laughs> quarterback and wide receiver and all that other stuff. But like, I guess that's what my my conclusion is at the end of the day from this game and everything else. I don't trust this coaching staff to advance Jalen Hurts' career or Gardner Minshew's or Russell Wilson's to a point where it's going to look fantastic. Like, oh, this is Matt LaFleur with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel that at all. You know, you not, know how, not like, once have I felt I, this all year. You know how, like, people used to say it's unfair to evaluate Sam Darnold with, you know, uh, Matt Gase or was it uh, Adam Gase? Yeah, Adam yeah, Gase. Yeah, the Jets, yeah. Adam Gase as his <laughs> offensive coordinator or coach. It's like, it's now it's unfair to uh, evaluate Joe Brady with <laughs> Sam Darnold as his quarterback. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you, you just gotta when you want to see what else is out there. Like it's like Cam with like a hobbled arm, or what's worse is you know Sam Darnold. So like I guess we, we don't know what Joe Brady can really bring to the NFL until you you know you get him in a situation where mm, <laughs> you know maybe he actually has a competent passer. Uh, Ky- Kyle Sorrell on the on YouTube with a with a good uh, comment there too. We said the playoffs would mean something with Wentz, and uh, it took uh, oh it took too long, and, and look how that turned out. And that's yeah, that's yeah. a that's a fair point to make as well. Like you 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 would rather have the loss out of the way because that's typically what happens for first time QBs walking through the playoff run. So I, I don't know if that outweighs everything else like sure that that's a good thing i don't know where the building block is after the playoffs all uh, just suddenly being like we can build on this build on yeah. what build on what a great offensive line and yes. you need ta- this team just needs talent there's nothing to build on and you yeah, don't you, the you best don't offensive lines in football that is for something, now that's something to build on these are yes. young guys yes. for the most part so build on that like absolutely you can build on this and then it's just the idea of yeah what do you do with the draft picks with all the cap spaces by the way we found out today that the salary cap is going to balloon by what, like twenty million dollars and eight point two million dollars? It's rising to up from like, I think that's a hundred eighty-five million. Double so, check me on that, Kyle. Yeah, but yeah, so that's a huge boost. So Roseman's going to get all this extra cap space on top of the cap space we already thought they were going to have. Plus, you're getting this dead money off the books. He's going to move other contracts around. I mean, Howie Roseman could go out with this kind of increase. He could get Devonte Adams and Chris Godwin and Russell Wilson. 
and then that's it. I mean, it's game over. I'm telling you. Oh, it's just that simple. It's, and then the Eagles are Super Bowl contenders. With like, Roseman, yes. It's Roseman, yes. A hundred percent that is possible. Now, I, I, I will say Vince Quinn very early on in this season, maybe even preseason, said Eagles Super Bowl 2022. I did. So, like, if, if that's uh, – if. If that's where you're at, and like the playoffs are the first building block to that, then I'll then I, then I'm on board. If there there's some co- sort of a carom that that allows that to happen, I'm I'm down with it. I just I don't know. I think this coach should be fired at the end of the day. I, I still I'm not I'm not. I tend off to, of I tend to I tend to lean that way. However, I will say this: it's it's less about Nick Sirianni and more about Jalen Hurts, right? Because like Nick Sirianni's are probably a dime a dozen, and maybe Jalen Hurts's are too. But you need to find that out before you, because Nick Sirianni's or the next head coach is going to come along, requires less uh, draft capital, assets, money, whatever you want to put into to replace Nick Sirianni than it does to replace a Jalen Hurts yeah. and find like a great head coach you can find as a diamond in the rough. You're, you're probably not going to find that in a quarterback. You're going to need to invest capital there. So I, in, in my opinion, I think that it, you know what you what you want is you want to see a guy. You know, go up against a rock in a hard place. You want to see yeah. him be thrust into a playoff situation and see if he has it. Because maybe he doesn't have everything, but you really want to see a guy be put up and test test his metal, really, and see if he can rebound. See what, yeah. what he what he does in that situation. Because you know, we're trying to evaluate not you know, not necessarily if, if Jalen Hurts is the guy, uh, maybe, but like you wanna see what his role is with the Eagles yeah. because like okay maybe he's not the the guy and he's not a franchise quarterback well does he stay here you know is he your backup is he a leader like I mean like the guy has a bunch of characteristics and uh, qualities that you look at and just say man that's really admirable man I really like this guy because let's face it we all look at Jalen Hurts and we're like personality wise you'd want him in a foxhole in any situation 100% right so does he have the physical attributes to do it? That's that's really the only question we're asking ourselves because leadership wise, he's got everything. So, and I think they do. Don't you want to see that in, a, in 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 that grand stage, right? In that in that in that high pressure situation, do you want to see if he can tap into that? Because if and go in a football has, game, yeah, if he has any skill set that the would Saints translate, Marshawn yeah. Lynch and all that other stuff, right? Does I, he have that skill set that's going to yeah. translate to that level of saying like, man, now I'm a leader, I'm going to put a team on my back? Maybe he does. I think he's the kind of guy. If anybody does, if anybody has that, he might. So at least, if you don't, you want to look and see if he doesn't, you can check the box and be like, mm, never mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Or like, yeah, you know, it's yeah, it. I yeah. kind of want that with the playoffs. That's what I want. Something that we'll have to keep in mind throughout, you know, the rest of this run here too is just like, what is just just to see can Jalen Hurts be a gamer? Can Sirianni be a gamer? Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I, I, I don't I, it's still not enough juice for me honestly give it time John just give it time sorry versus uh, a draft pick for Howie to like fuck up like he's who cares he's not gonna fuck it yeah, up he's, he's not he's, gonna fuck it up he might uh, you, chasing <laughs> a Super Bowl and drafting that way versus chasing and building again is two completely different mindsets I don't know I have a really hard time I gotta tell you I I mm, man there's so much like I see a lot of like I watch these Jalen Hurts games and I'm just like I, I watch like half of this game or like three yeah. quarters of this game sometimes and I'm just like man he ain't the guy and then the fourth <laughs> quarter rolls around and I'm just He's like oh shit <laughs> oh shit like my dude is not gonna take this laying down like yeah. he is I'm like oh shit like he might be the guy yeah. 
And I you think know, this might I help him with, with, him to be with, the guy. with Minshew being in here, getting a win yeah. that way, helping him out. Maybe he learned something today. Amazing. I don't know. But I know I did learn something from uh, Matt Gumbrecht, and uh, uh, that is that I love him still. That uh, <laughs> he will drive anywhere to come uh, hang out with a couple of birds fins, and uh, you should be doing the same at the Henry James Saloon. Well, shout out your handle so everybody hears it on the pod now, uh, listening live as well. It's just my name, at Matt Grumbrecht. Uh, and uh, if you follow me, I promise you, you probably will regret it. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, so, but, but go ahead, give it a shot anyway. I so, don't know. So there's you know. that. Yeah. Uh, enjoy the loggers, my friend. Thank uh, you, guys. Take a case uh, of liquid death on you, uh, with you on the way out, too. Sparkling you know or, what I might do or whatever. Thank you. Uh, and thank you to them as well. See you guys. As always, uh, liquiddeath.com slash bell. Uh, if you want a free case shipped to you for free. Not a, no, i got to take that back. That's not what's happening there. You just go to liquiddeath.com slash bell, and they will take care of the shipping for you when uh, you purchase any case of liquid death. And if you don't know what liquid death is, it is the best mountain water from the Alps, folks. It's plain and simple. It, yeah, it's, uh, Matt, Matt has a, a case with him here at the Henry James Saloon. It is quite simply a 16.9-ounce can that has a flaming skull on it that basically says, don't fuck with me. You know? And it also says, what is that? And a bunch of other things. <laughs> it's a showstopper. Uh, Liquiddeath.com slash bell uh, to get uh, some of the purest, most recyclable can water from the Alps possible. We appreciate their, their help and their support as much as uh, you guys are giving us here. Uh, the uh, Minshew Mania himself, Barney Minshew, is in here. Um, quick quick uh, thoughts on, on what you saw today and whether it means, this game means anything moving forward. Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously. I don't... Ah. <laughs> no, I mean, this game, it felt good. It was a win. You yeah. know, it was definitely yeah. felt good, but it didn't really feel that great. Like it kind of felt like the Atlanta like Falcons. It felt like the Atlanta Falcons win. <laughs> Remember after the Atlanta Falcons win? What do we say? It's like it's good that we blew them out, but it just doesn't feel like a blowout win. It just felt like something we were supposed to do. Yep. This feels like a game we were supposed to win, and it felt like a game we were supposed to win by this mar margin. So, do I feel good? Yeah, sure. I feel like we're supposed to, but I'm not really shocked. And it doesn't really tell me anything going forward. I feel oh like. well, no. There's nothing to be shocked about. But Man. Barney playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> Playoffs. I think playoffs. we won the playoffs. There we go. I, oh, I right. think, uh, there well, we Barney go. Says See, that's what I, yeah. <laughs> I, I do. Playoffs, I do think we're going baby. to the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, here's why. Two out of three can't be denied. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> it is now facts. We are writing it in stone tablets as the 11th commandment. There you we're go. going to the playoffs. You're all welcome. You can't argue with the rest of the schedule that we have. It is a weak schedule. I mean, I'm not saying it's a cakewalk. I'm not saying we're going to win every single game, but it's an easier schedule. And right now we are in the wild card hunt, so or we're in the wild card spot. We're so. in right now, yeah. Yeah, it's, just, that's the funny thing. It is, it is the easier part of the schedule, and the easier part of the schedule is still fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> How is that possible? How? How? The Jets game was kind of a sweat, guys. Kind of for half. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, Gannon was terrible. I, I mean, it's really. And also, you know, know what? Man. I want to. I want to take something that, that's getting lost in all this because okay. we haven't spent too much time on the game itself. Okay. But. Sirianni kind of sucked today. Like, so in the clutch situations, end of the first half, end of the second half, he just had some terrible calls where you wonder, what's he doing? I mean, that drive at the end of the first half especially, terrible. Second and 20, he calls a run with under a minute to play. You have all your timeouts. He called a run. He called a run. <laughs> then, then, then they get bailed out with a play from Quez and whatever. Yes. But then Gainwell has some terrible plays. They end up kicking a field goal. They could have scored a touchdown yep. and gotten the ball at half. 
That was atrocious. You have the fourth and one where Gardner Minshew runs the quarterback sneak. He oh. calls a timeout. Oh. He calls a timeout on the sneak. It would have worked. He calls a timeout. They all, well, in fact, they don't get it after a challenge. So he blows a timeout when he shouldn't have, <laughs> then challenges and loses another timeout yeah. on the same fourth and one. Like, he was awful in situational football today. He was. And for Sirianni, it's, it's one of those things where, to your point, John, is Sirianni a great coach? Absolutely no. not. No, he, he's not. But I think the quality of the roster is just that good. And I, I give the offense their credit in that way. I mean, on some level, they're fighting Sirianni, and they're still getting wins with a backup quarterback. And that's a nice yeah. thing. No, it is. It is. And I thought that's what, you know, in the game itself, that's exactly what you were supposed to do. You get out of there with a win, with Garner in there. Um, and hopefully, you know, Jalen and the boys can run over everybody for, for a playoff win because that's what they're going to have to do. Kyle Bennett just pointed out that Ruben Frank just tweeted this out. Uh, I know somebody said, like, in the NFL overall, no one's run this way 175 yards in six consecutive games since the 85 Bears. You want to guess when the last time the Eagles have run consecutively six games in a row, 175-plus just in Eagles history, the last time that's Ooh, happened? Uh, I'm going to say 1937. Uh, later. Oh, okay. That was only four years after they were born. Good I guess. know, I know, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to say like 1945, 1950. Ooh, a little later. A okay. little a little later and a little sooner. So we're in the bracket. Okay. 1949. Okay. 1949. The, on their way to their second uh, NFL championship, wow. by the way, as, uh, as Rube tweeted that out. But, like, this is what I'm saying, guys. If a team that hasn't done something and run the football since 1949 and broke a historical record from a team, the 1985 Bears, in which a defense and an offense doesn't exist anymore because it's not relevant to the game. That's how, that's how quickly things have changed. Since 1985, no one runs the 4-6. No one. So what I'm telling you is, if this team wants to ever think about being a playoff team, and this is kind of my final thought as we end the night here okay. in the podcast, Jalen Hurts has got to throw the fucking football. This is not going to work. We're not the Ravens. He is not Lamar Jackson. He needs to throw sharper passes than Gardner Minshew did today, but still target the same, anticipate the same, and that is very, very simple what Gardner Minshew did today. Not even, not sharp at all and was completing every pass against, you know, uh, to be honest, a triple-A defense, but... but yeah. But I'm just saying the same amount against the Falcons and whoever, these weak opponents that are coming through, Jalen Hurts has to bring it together. No more fourth quarter comebacks. No more of this, oh, we got to rely on Miles Sanders more because you're not going to be able to now. You're not, more than likely. Yeah. You have to find a way to pass the football. Please, God, pass the football. That's my final take for tonight. Do you? Do you really have to find a way to pass the football? Yes. You so want to make the playoffs, yes. I sort of see your logic, and I kind of like the way the offense ran today, but you can't deny that we've been the best offensive football the last four weeks. That is the best offense. and seven. No, best running offense, Six but not seven. best offense. But I'm just saying that we have been one of the best offenses over the last four weeks. I think we have, like, the best third uh, down conversion over the last four weeks. We're definitely the best running offense the last four weeks. What I'm saying is running the ball works for this team. And, yeah, it's been the most rushing yards we've had since the 50s or 40s, whatever the stat is, but it's working. So why deviate from that? Can you win like this? Yes, you can. And you've proven you can put up good stat lines with this running this kind of offense. So why deviate? Yeah. Uh, not everybody is uh, – what was the guy in There Will Be Blood, but the actor? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. 
Not everybody's Daniel Day-Lewis, okay? Not everybody's Daniel Day-Lewis. You Crazy. can't do everything. You can't have that kind of diversity. You can't step Fucking into any nuts. role yeah. and nail it. Yeah, sometimes you're just the guy that shows up and you make a couple of corny jokes. You're Hugh Grant, okay? Sometimes you're just Hugh Grant. You just show up, just, you look a little bit charming, you go on a date and you get married and that's your movie every you accidentally uh, hire a prostitute, you get caught in the L.A. hills and you go on Jay Leno and talk about it. Either way, it's still a win. Yeah. Sure, all the same. I mean, he's, he's only got one thing he can do, all right? He's, he's got a lane, he stays in that lane and he's good at that lane be in that lane and go for that lane and do that as good as you can for the eagles right now that's all they got you just keep doing it and you ride it to the playoffs john barchard you ride it to the playoffs if you would have bet money today that we would bring up daniel day lewis while breaking down an eagles game i would have lost that bet too good on you Good there on you. Go. Look at that. Uh, that's going to do it from us, uh, for us, actually, from the uh, Henry James Saloon, for Barney Minshew, uh, for Vince <laughs> Quinn, for, of course, the wonderful Kyle Bennett, who has uh, got great takes, great information, is producing the hell out of this show. And, of course, none of it could be possibly done without Taylor Cordatis back at the Last Out Media Studios. who And, and Hitch. And Hitch, of course, uh, on, on social uh, and on Twitch and making phenomenal clips for all of us all game long. It's a huge staff. We appreciate all the support. BellandTheBirdmen.com to become a member. Drop a bucket in the tip jar or help us uh, fund uh, the Eagles Autism Challenge this year. All available at BellandTheBird.com, including this podcast, our YouTube, and much more. We will see you Tuesday as we get ready for a big bye week. And uh, we're just going to chill with you guys next Sunday, watch some Red Zone, and possibly raise some money for charity and ourselves all at the same time. So hope to be with you next Sunday. Hope you're with us here, too, in the spaces and uh, wherever you're watching on YouTube, Twitch, TikTok, uh, My Mother's Kitchen. You know, who knows? It's it's all over the place. Vince, you got anything else before I get out of here? Dan Campbell, I love you. Dan Campbell, love you, buddy. Love Barney. Love Kyle. We will see you guys uh, later. And uh, appreciate you tuning in the entire show on Spaces and everywhere else. Bye.